Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program 601. 601. If you'd like to have a copy of it after hearing it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. We'd like you to tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, uh, including the postage and handling. I've got some very strong words for you today. A strong message from the Word of God. I was just eating uh, breakfast this morning at a little breakfast uh, restaurant. Had some uh, poached eggs and toast and uh, a little bit of oats. And uh, I heard of two Jewish guys talking. They were older men talking about the Holocaust and things like that. And they were saying, you know, we're God's, uh, they're Jewish people. They says, uh, we're God's chosen people. Uh, God never wanted Gentiles to be over us. And he never uh, stated that uh, he wanted a Democratic or Republican Party. Uh, God uh, said that we're free moral agents and uh, that uh, men are not supposed to uh, be controlled by a bunch of uh, devils like... Uh, we just heard there about two tables away from us, and you know how Jews talk out loud. And uh, they're talking about uh, how evil the government is in taking those uh, people that were, uh, they call it a compound. First of all, they don't chasten their own ungodly people. I keep telling you people out in the world there that there are over hundreds of thousands of Catholic priests that have committed sodomy. And they don't, uh, the, uh, the media and this Antichrist, Democratic, Republican government, either one of them are both of the devil because they take people's rights away from them. They take people's children away from them. They separate the... Uh, children from their mothers and their dads because of what some little, possibly half-wit 16-year-old uh, girl said on the phone who is a woman. The Bible always says that uh, women are women when they reach puberty. But this Democratic and Republican Antichrist government headed by the Pope, uh, they don't believe what God says. Uh, it's just that uh, they don't believe it. And uh, this is a government that is for criminals. So therefore, it's the ungodly, unlawful government. Now I ask you, in the law of God, is it all right to murder little children? Is it? No. Okay, well then, uh, why does this government, if they're of God, why do they say it's all right to murder children and to separate children from their parents? If um, a man rapes a woman, and when I say woman, that means a, a girl that has reached puberty, then uh, he either has to marry her or uh, be taken to court and stoned to death. If she was raped and she didn't cry out, she also is to be stoned to death. So there are several variations on that. And it uh, would take me a long time to explain it. But uh, you don't break up an entire church because one girl was raped. You just don't. You prosecute the person that raped her. 
But you know something? The media never allows the people at the church to say anything. They just terrorize them by telling them they're all going to prison if you don't get in line over here. And they take 400 children in. I don't know anything about that man at all. Whether he was raping people, if he was, well, then he should be prosecuted. But where do they come off going into a church when there's supposed to be a separation between church and state? Where do they get off going to this government, which is full of eggheads and uh, criminals and homosexuals and child abusers and child molesters and everything else, where do they get off telling the people in churches of what to do? They railroaded, they lied about me and sent me to prison on false charges of some IRS charge that I wasn't paying taxes. But remember, folks, uh, this was unlawful. Even my CPA, who was uh, as a professional witness for me, stated that even if I wasn't tax-exempt, I wouldn't have owed any money to anybody, any government, because I had spent so much money uh, from the business that we had that I wouldn't have owed taxes anyway because we uh, legitimately did not make enough to have to pay taxes. But yet they said I kept double sets of books. This is uh, the ungodly... Uh, satanic, antichrist, Roman Catholic government that will, they refuse to prosecute their own uh, bastard. Uh, and they are bastards, you know, because the Bible, bastard is not a filthy word, it's not profanity. It happens to be a person that is born and they don't know who their father is. This whole world doesn't know who Father God is. They don't pay any attention to that. So therefore, they're a bunch of criminals, and they're going to go to hell if they don't repent. So where does this government go march in, and they call compound? Everything that the uh, Catholic, Roman Catholic government has is a compound. Now, they know that there's a couple of hundred thousand or more, many hundreds of thousands of priests that have molested little boys and girls. Oral sex, anal sex. They're the most disgusting bunch of devils on the face of this earth. And we have pictures of uh, the babies that were born from the nuns. Uh, they're, they're skeletons. They, what they do after they have the baby, they throw them in the basement of these monasteries. And they unearth them and found hundreds of little baby skeletons that these weasels... Then they try to say that somebody, because they get married at uh, 14, 15, 16, which is uh, the right age for marriage in the Bible, and if you're going to try to prosecute me for preaching the Bible, well, I'm going to pray for God's wrath to come down on you, bunch of weasels. Uh, you think that bastard is a filthy word. It's not, you ungodly, fatherless children. God's wrath is going to come down upon you. Who do you think you are? You're making it the number one news item. I don't know what those people did, but you don't have the constitutional right to go into a church. There's that separation between church and state. And I'm not saying that they were doing something wrong, but that's just one girl calls up and you uh, destroy the lives of 400 children and their mothers and dads. 
Who do you think you are, you bunch of bastards? Who do you think you are? I mean, this is not a, 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 a holy government or a government that God blesses at all. The whole place is cursed. Look at the tornadoes and the sickness and disease and infirmities and everything that God is sending down here. So this is a government that is for criminals. And who are the criminals? You people are the criminals. The government is criminal. They're against the U.S. Constitution. They're not to usurp the U.S. Constitution. They can't tell you what religion uh, to uh, go to. These two Jewish guys in the restaurant said, God set us free. God created us free moral agents. And uh, he also told us to for young girls to be married. And now uh, this uh, Antichrist government that believes that murder, murdering little children is legitimate and that homosexuality is legitimate. Do you think that God approves homosexuality? No. Or lesbianism? No. Well, then where do they come off saying that it's okay? You know why? Because the Bible says when the lawless one comes, that means the Antichrist government from Rome, then we know that God's going to shorten the time. And you take a President Clinton, a former President Clinton, he has, I don't know how many bypass surgeries because I don't care anything about him other than getting his soul saved. But I think he's gone too far because he's blasphemed the Holy Spirit. And they're trying to get another Waco going with these people here. Uh, I know that when I was in prison on false charges when I was railroaded, some of those uh, people that were at Waco came into the cell where I was, the, the, the cell block. And they were telling me that the, this was horrible. They said, uh, that uh, this uh, leader there tried to give himself up, and he opened the door and he waved a white flag, and they shot him anyway. So that uh, confirms what uh, John Peeler stated. He was with them at that time as an FBI uh, undercover man, and he said they didn't go there. They told me, we're going there to have some fun. We're going there to kill Korish and also those children and women. We don't want anyone to escape. And so I put both of those films on. One of the FBI people hated what he saw, and he quit the government when he saw what they were doing to those poor uh, people. But nobody feels sorry for the uh, poor people in the church. In churches, what they do is they believe the dirty, filthy lies of the news media, and they believe... People like Clinton says, I take full responsibility for what is done at Waco. And I uh, know that there are others. This will teach people to not join a cult. In other words, everyone must join the Catholic cult or else you will be deemed a cult that is not acceptable by these bunch of reprobates that love to molest little children and love to murder little babies and love to condone homosexuality and child abuse. They're the worst in the world and the news media never touches on them at all, but all they do is pound against somebody that a little girl called up and said there was a, a little girl called up, huh? How many little girls have been uh, found to be the biggest liars on the face of this earth? 
They've falsely accused people down through the years. What about that little girl that went up into Tyson's, Mike Tyson's bedroom about two o'clock in the morning and didn't at all expect for him, an unsaved man, to do something with her? She's a dirty, filthy liar, and everybody in the government that has any brains and anybody in the secular uh, part of this government knows that he was railroaded as well. Okay, so uh, we were born free moral agents, and uh, we Jews were God's chosen people. Uh, you better watch out what you're doing here. You know, the citizens are keeping the law. They're law-abiding citizens. They like to go to church. And they they think that because of the fact that they're not being persecuted, that they're all right. And they also think that God put these presidents into office. No, God did not put Bush into office or Clinton or any other president. You idiots voted them in. That wasn't the work of God. That was you. You people that are loaded on pot and pills and snorting um, cocaine. Now they say they don't even let people go out into the world or have any part of television. What good parent would want their children to watch television? We have select television where we let our children watch uh, motion pictures that we want them to see. Bible movies and children's movies that don't have filth and sex and every kind of filthy four-letter word in it. But they, they make it sound as though it's a sin because children are stopped or prevented from uh, here going out into this ungodly world. But uh, we're going to be reading from the book of Joshua today, and it shows that uh, all the Jewish people, the Hebrews, stayed together. They didn't have television back there either, and they didn't have CDs with people swinging their hips around and their uh, sex organs bumping and grinding like that's supposed to, we're supposed to let our children do that. To be part of the world. The Bible says, come out of the world, my people. Uh, come up and be godly. Come up to me. Get your mind set on me, not the world. Because everything that is in the world, the Lord said through the Apostle Paul, is lust. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So we call all the people out of the world. We're out there, uh, the Lord says, for us to be fishers of men. So uh, there's an ocean full of fish out there. Uh, I'm saying this as a uh, figure of speech. The world is full of fish that the Lord wants us to fish for and bring them in out of the world and into the spiritual realm. Every so often we catch a good one. Uh, we throw the bad ones back, and that's what the Bible says to do. People have moved into our church down through the years that make they uh, get saved for a while, and then all of a sudden they hear some broadcast saying they should be back in the world, and they believe these liars, these antichrist devils, 
And so they like to go back in the world. So it's a war of words, folks. That's what it is. All right. Uh, is uh, we have the word of God and they have the word of Satan. Uh, the Bible said that Satan's seat is in Rome, Italy, the city of the seven hills or seven mountains. And that's where the Pope sits. This Pope and every Pope that I've heard of or ever known of are Antichrist bastards. And they run the government, and they pretend like they need more offerings, but they are the IRS, so all of our tax money goes to the Roman Catholic cult. And so you wonder how they are able to become so strong. Tell me, if trillions of dollars were uh, given to you on tax money, and that you were not taxed yourself, all the Roman Catholic uh, businesses are not. I mean, if they're... With the Roman Catholic cult, like the wine companies and the booze companies, uh, like uh, Gallo Wines, they're not taxed. Well, who couldn't make it these days if it wasn't for that? And these are the people also that have uh, made the unions to where people have to be paid 10 to 30 $40 an hour. And so we cannot compete with these foreign companies because... They give their people a couple of bowls of rice a day, some of them just one bowl of rice, and they don't have to pay any taxes. And they give them little compartments to sleep in, just like you would see down at the coroner's office downtown Los Angeles where they open up these drawers and there's a, a cadaver in there. And that's the way the Japanese and the Chinese sleep. They've got little cubby holes they crawl into, and there's no unions over there, so therefore they can make things cheaply and efficiently because there's like a billion and a half of each of the Chinese. So it's, a, you know, it's a setup by Satan. It's Satan's ungodly, horrible government. And the Bush goes along with it. Clinton goes along with it. As a matter of fact, uh, the satanic pope uses them to as puppets to do these things. And they use our armed forces in the United States here to put other people into subjection unto them, unto the pope. Now, by God, we're going to kill you if you don't, if you have a real church. We're going to railroad you into prison if you have a real church because you'll belong to our cult or we'll start calling you a cult and we'll bust up every uh, one of you people. They are anti-constitutional. That's unconstitutional what they did and they're broadcasting it all over television. It's totally unconstitutional. And why don't they let us hear uh, these other people's side of the story, what they think about what's being done. Are all those girls over there 14 to 16 years old? Is it wrong for them to be married? No, it's not. Okay, according to God, according to the Bible. And now they're saying that we can't preach the Bible uh, boldly. And this is what the Lord says for those of you that are too timid to preach the Bible. He says the fearful the fearful that are so fearful they will not preach God's word, they won't teach it, and the 
What the fearful and unbelieving. You don't believe God, but you believe the Antichrist. You'll spend eternity in the lake of fire. God has not gotten slack on his word at all. But you have. Now repent or perish. And I'm really praying more than ever today, than, uh, than ever before. And I'm against you because God is not for you. He wants you to be saved, but he's not going to go along with uh, this foolishness. So, Father, anoint this service, this program, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you made us free. Uh, when the Son sets us free, we're free indeed to serve you and not to be in bondage any longer to Satan. And so let everybody begin serving you and turning their back on Satan. I'm not saying that people should not keep the speed laws and uh, the good laws. That makes sense. But it is against God's law, your law, Father, for people to murder babies and to take people's freedoms away from them, separating husbands from their wives and their children from their mothers and dads. This is Antichrist. This is of the devil. The news media, this uh, Goebbels-type method that Hitler used is not of the Lord. It's from the Catholic cult. And uh, don't believe them at all. Rise up against this bunch of uh, evil people and... Uh, Make a stand for the Lord or else you're going to spend eternity in hell for being fearful and unbelieving. Father God, we ask that they do that, what you command, to turn everyone's back on Satan and to come to you because Satan may be able to kill us, but he cannot kill us and throw our souls into hell. Lord, we ask that you anoint this service and that uh, you open people's hearts and their minds to receive it. I ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now, I've got uh, Faith Springer here to sing for you about the Holy Spirit. It's the sweet chariot that picks people up uh, when they uh, their spirit departs from their body, and this sweet chariot, the Holy Spirit, takes them into the kingdom of heaven. And so Feg is going to sing it for you. It's called Sweet Lozary Chariot.
I looked over Jordan, and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home, a band of angels coming after me, coming for to carry me Praise the Lord. Now that man, Fag Springman, is anointed by the Holy Spirit. And I love to hear him sing. He went on to be with the Lord. I praise God, you know, that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ has taken away all my sins. And it doesn't make any difference how much anybody, the governments or people that have been in the church that have fallen away from the Lord say, that I'm doing something wrong, I'm not doing something wrong if I'm doing what the Lord said. And there isn't anything that I'm doing that the Lord says not to do, all right? And so I praise and thank the Lord God that the blood of the Lord Jesus not only uh, solves uh, all of my problems of sin, because I don't sin anymore. And there's a lot of people say that after you've been washed in the blood of Jesus that you can't sin. And the Bible says that no, uh, if you sin again, then you're, uh, you've re-crucified the Lord Jesus Christ and put it to an open shame. Now, if you did sin ignorantly, well, then there is forgiveness for that. But the Lord uh, doesn't allow you or I to forgive cardinal sins. As if he says that adultery is a sin worthy of death and homosexuality and blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, well, then that's the way it is. Uh, so uh, the, the Lord uh, not only solves the problem of sin and death, but it also restores the inheritance that we have lost 
through Adam and Eve and uh, brings us what we did not have in the past. We didn't have any of this. Now, in the book of Joshua, they were told that they had to go kill uh, different nations and kill every last one of them, even including like the people of this government, uh, the Lord would dispatch uh, his people to kill everyone in this government that believes that you can murder children. He would have um, uh, the people of the Lord, such as uh, myself, uh, kill Bush, his father. Ooh, this sounds really dangerous, doesn't it? He's talking about kings, amen? He says, go on and kill all the inhabitants of this filthy, rotten government and kill the kings as well. And But uh, thank God for the blood of Jesus that now the Lord does it. But uh, we uh, are not just to uh, preach that. We are to uh, preach it really loud and clear and pray to God that uh, when they don't receive what we're telling them that God says, well, then we pray to God to rain down these people and fight for us because we're fighting for God. He said, if you fight for me, I'll fight for you. That's what he told me. And I'm fighting the legal way. I don't do it anymore because the blood of Jesus has set me free from having to uh, execute the judgment on the enemies of God and the enemies of God's children and the enemies of God's word. God is the word. Now, all the people in this world that are uh, committing sin, they are transgressing God's law, his word. If you do that and you don't repent, God is going to kill you. And it's going to be by floods and famine. Now, famine is coming very soon. It's happening right now. There's a shortage of wheat, and the devil has conned a lot of people into making gasoline with corn and other such products, and so the price of food has tripled in the last few years. In the last three years, the price of food has tripled. And so uh, people are broke, they're losing their homes, and uh, God is causing that to happen. Because you ignore God and you pay attention. So many people are just paying attention to the economy and all this stuff. Um, really, you know, the Lord told me to not be worried about that uh, because no matter what the economy is, if I continue keeping his word, there isn't anything that I have to worry about. He'll take care of me. Now, he's able to send down food from heaven and grow it on the earth as he did for the people of Israel for 40 years. Amen? Amen? They didn't have to worry about food. They may have desired onions and leeks and things like that, and God never let them have it because he wanted uh, to strip them of their wantonness, of their worldliness. And finally it happened to the point to where the people of Israel, right at the uh, end of uh, Moses' five books, yeah, they are, uh, all the young people were alive and all the old ones were dead. God dropped all of them dead between 300,000 and 3 million. And then these young boys and young women were the ones that were born during their 40-year sojourn in the wilderness. Uh, he said, now you're going to cross over Jordan. And so they did. Then comes the book of Joshua. 
And Joshua took the place of Moses, and God gave him the same anointing and the same fidelity uh, of the people behind him. And actually, for ex with the exception of Ai, uh, the, AI where uh, this ungodly man uh, took things that the Lord said not to take, he troubled Israel. That was this man named Achan. And so uh, we I'm just bringing you up to date on the, the last messages. Now, because of the blood of Jesus, we don't have to go in and kill people like this. As a matter of fact, the Lord forbids it. He said our weapons of warfare are not swords, real swords. They're not carnal or bu bullets and bombs and this sort of thing. But if we just pr have the guts, the chutzpah, as the Jews say it, uh, to preach the gospel and preach it loud and clear and tell the Antichrist people in the world what they're doing wrong, well, then God says, I'll fight for you. Thank God for the blood of Jesus, all right? Yeah, yeah. Because I wouldn't want to kill people anyway, but if God told me to do it back in the old days, uh, before the blood of Jesus came into the world, well, then I'd be more than happy to do it for him because I'd know that he's with me. And if he's with me, nobody could be against me, and he's with me now. And I don't have any of these carnal weapons whatsoever, and God is pulling down these plagues, pouring them down on this earth, there's floods all over the place in the world. There's famine, unparalleled famine. And there's disease, pestilence, uh, unparalleled in history. It's never happened before. And God is raining down this wrath on you folks out there uh, in hopes that you'll get down on your knees and repent. I can tell that those two Jewish men, these old men, in that restaurant had heard my messages before because they were poly-parroting what I was saying. They said, we're God's chosen people, and God made us free. Amen? Free moral agents to decide if uh, we want to be married or not. Not a bunch of damn devils that believe in homosexuality. Do you understand? That isn't the way it really is. You people that have been born into this Antichrist regime need to know these things. You need to buy a King James Version of the Bible, get into it, and start studying it because it's later than you think. We have some letters today. Where's the first one from? Uh, from Kansas City Witnessing Crew. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. We give God all the praise for leading you, Pastor Lamo, to send a team of us sisters to Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, a lot of people said that our people cannot go off of a compound. Folks, we don't have any compound. We've got uh, houses scattered from uh, Los Angeles to uh, uh, New York, New Jersey area. We've got people live. They're out on witnessing crews all over the streets. Everyone can see them out there. If they, we had them under control, people uh, tried to talk them into believing in the Antichrist world government uh, headed by the uh, Antichrist Pope and all the others that have joined them. And uh, they won't be swerved because they know the Bible. It isn't me brainwashing them. It's God has washed their souls with his blood and their brains with his word. And that's what you need is a good brainwashing from God's word. All right? And so we're prospering, and you folks are not prospering. 
And those of you that think you've got so much money that you don't have to pay any attention to God's word, you've got disease or some of your loved ones have disease. You're cursed. And don't think that I don't know it. I know it because God said so. And you're going to be cursed even more. So you're not free until the Lord sets you free. You're not going to be healed until the Lord heals you. There isn't any doctor that's going to do you any good uh, because uh, doctors can't heal you in many cases. The Lord is the healer. All right? Amen. I'm saying uh, to not go to doctors because if you there's more people killed in hospitals, I believe, than anywhere else in the world. Because hospitals, uh, are they don't have God. And they say, well, your wife died from cancer. Yes, she did. And I told her that she would die also if she didn't keep the commandments of the Lord. And she did. She didn't want to preach the gospel anymore to unsaved people because there was a lot of trouble. And she was, uh, she just, uh, decided not to serve the Lord anymore. And the Bible clearly says, uh, honey, I told her that you're not going to make it. And she said, I don't care. I said, well, don't you care about me? I love you. What about me? I'll be all alone. And you're the one that's anointed to preach the gospel. And at that time, I didn't feel that I was. But now I know I am. All right? I'm a teacher now, and I write. And I write very well because I write by the Spirit of the Lord. What about you? You don't have anything but darkness. I have the light of the world. And I am the light of the world. The Lord Jesus said that he was the light of the world and all those that follow his word are the lights of the world. He says, so don't hide your light under a basket, but let people know, because if you don't let people know, then you're fearful and unbelieving, and read the book of Revelation, and see where the fearful and unbelieving will go to the same hell as the prostitutes, and the all unrepentant sinners, the homosexuals. You'll be down there with all those wicked uh, rats. And I call it rats. The Lord calls them chaff, goats, snakes, pigs, filth, dogs back that went back to their vomit. So I'm using God's words on you. Continue here with this letter. We distributed your soul-winning literature. That's what it's all about, Bessie, and your testimony, Dry Bones. Right. Oh, that's what it's all about. Bessie tells you that she was uh, went to church. She was uh, belonging first to a Catholic church and a Protestant church. But she wasn't born again of the Spirit. She wasn't saved. And she died, and her soul went down into hell. And Jesus had a hold of her arm. He went into hell because he conquered death, hell, the grave. Hell doesn't bother him anymore. And so she says, oh, Lord, I never wanted to be here. And then while he, they were in hell, I'm just making a long story short, where he saw, she saw him dying on the cross and bleeding. And she says, I didn't realize that all this, she says, uh, this is he said that's what it's all about Bessie is you have to have me inside of you and so she says can I go back Lord I will if you'll let me come back I will preach this gospel to every human being that comes in my path because he was old then and so the Lord let her come back 
she actually saw her dead body and she uh, didn't want to get into it anymore but she didn't want to go back to hell so she took the uh, least of the two evils and went back into her body and our boys were walking in a rest home over in uh, Chicago now we don't even have a church in Chicago but we just sent crews all over we sent them to New Mexico to Montana to all over the place I guess you can tell them in Los Angeles because you hear the sirens in the background and so uh she said, boys, and they said, yes, ma'am. She said, are you Christians? She was in her room there at the rest home. said, yes, we are, ma'am. And she says, can I give you my testimony? Because I promised the Lord that I would to everybody that I see. And so they said, yes, ma'am. And they told it to her, and they called me up and told me her testimony. And I said, did you get it on? Did you record her? And they says, no, sir. And I said, for God's sake, go back there and record her testimony. This is marvelous. It's a wonderful testimony that just people think that they can go to church and that they're all right to church or synagogue. No, you must have the Messiah, the Savior of the world, living in you by the Spirit, with the Father, by the Spirit, or else you will not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. She was a nice woman. All she did was babysat all her life and took care of kids and half-starved to death by giving her food to them. But still... Doing good deeds are like filthy rags to the Lord. You have to be born again of the Spirit. All the good deeds that you ever do all your life doesn't mean a thing so far as salvation is concerned. It's nice to be nice, but it doesn't do any good if you ignore Jesus, if you ignore God's gift of eternal life through His Son, Christ Jesus. And so the thing to do is get your soul saved. You can get a lot of the, uh, any of these uh, pieces of literature, so they recorded her, and I, uh, asked, I had them ask her if it was all right for me to distribute them. And she's been gone for many years now uh, with the Lord, uh, but her testimony lives on, and it's winning lots of souls, a lot of them, because we are out on the streets getting the gospel to people before it's everlastingly too late. Many of you have loved ones out there that are sick and are going on to be with the Lord. If you just tell them everything is all right, don't worry about it, and you don't get the gospel to them, you're going to be guilty, and the blood of their soul is going to be on your souls, and you're going to wind up in hell for not delivering the gospel to them. Now, I'm not saying this because uh, any other reason than to put the fear of the Lord in you, because the Lord said that no one will serve him unless they have the fear of the Lord. So let, you know... Let wisdom enter into you and do what the Lord says, because there isn't any other voice in the world that we're supposed to listen to but His. All right, Sharon, finish the letter. We were only eight in number, but God only knows how much life will spring forth from the 30,000 pieces of life-giving literature we were able to distribute. Not even the sky is the limit with God. God knew of the horrible flood that was about to hit the state of Kansas before we entered it. Yes, there's famine coming, folks. So much famine, there's not going to be enough food. People are going to be killing one another to get food. And it's happening right now. Okay, keep going. The Lord kept us in perfect weather as we spread the light of the gospel with all we came in contact with. We reached souls in businesses, universities, stores, restaurants, hotels, apartment complexes, and hospitals with the truth of God's word. One particular couple at a hospital were in distress 
because of a relative that had just passed away and an unsaved daughter who was in labor. They received much hope to hear just a short summary on how God changed you and Bessie. The couple requested literature to read and to share inside the hospital. They were very moved to see that there are people on the streets doing as God commands. Later, while distributing your literature at a large casino, a police officer called me over to him. I immediately began sharing with him the powerful testimonies contained in the gospel literature we were distributing. He gave us the go-ahead to continue distributing the literature and requested ten copies for himself, his wife, and people he knew. He told me that although he was not supposed to be allowing us to distribute the flyers at that particular private casino, he felt that if he didn't let us do it, that God would curse him. A university student curious about what we were giving out at the Kansas City University asked for a copy, glanced through it, and inquired about our website. He excitedly said he would visit us online. Another lady at a business park, when handed a copy of the newsletters, practically screamed with joy to the Lord. She said that her full gospel church had just come up with the idea of making their own newsletters to reach more souls. And so they're so happy that they got my newsletter so they could knock me off. Okay, well, that's all we want to do on that one anyway, because I want to get some of the book of Joshua in on this broadcast. We have many other testimonies that we could read to you, uh, but uh, we don't want to do that right now. And the woman's going to, I don't care if you knock me off. It's not, uh, if you love my literature, go ahead and reprint it yourself and save us some money in doing it and get it around all over. Just acknowledge who God gave this those messages to. All right, just make sure this came from Tony Alamo. All right, so many people <laughs> knock it up. It's not going to do me any bad anyway because I am me and God blesses me and that's all I care about. Now, the Lord, is. Um, he uh, told me the other day that um, there is uh, a very huge need of zeal in the church. He said, Satan has so much zeal. And if the people in our church had just uh, the, the same amount of zeal or more than Satan did, we'd win the world for Christ immediately. Not zeal to get out false doctrine. Not zeal to uh, tell people false things. But zeal to get the real word of God out uh, like Tony Alamo does. All right. Now let's go into the 10th chapter of Joshua and see if we have enough time to finish it. Verse 36, And Joshua went up from Eglon, and all Israel with him. Yeah, see, you have to stick together, all Israel. Now, if you're the body of Christ, where are you people? I don't know hardly anybody that's the body of Christ. There's a couple over in Canada, and there's some from all over the world. These people that write in, they're with me. And uh, there's a handful here, a handful there, and it... Uh, a few hundred over here, a few thousand over there, and uh, this is it. And there's hundreds of millions of people, six billion, I understand, in the world. And where are all you people? What's the matter? Okay, keep going. And all Israel with him unto Hebron, and they fought against it. All Israel, that means everyone. And they fought against Hebron. Okay, now I'm thanking God for the blood of Jesus because I don't have to do that. I don't have to kill people anymore. I kill the devil in people by preaching the word of God. All right? Amen. That's what you're supposed to do because the devil is not going to die until you um, 
murder him with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, Father God, rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. Then what? Verse 37, And they took it, and smote it with the edge of the sword, and the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and all the souls that were therein. Okay, so this blood of Jesus has done a most wonderful thing, because we don't have to go into that kind of battle. What we go into, we're like uh, sheep among wolves. Uh, because we we are not allowed to carry uh, guns or uh, swords or knives, daggers. We can't do that. We have to preach the word. And if you don't preach the word, they're going to take you over. They've already taken over most of the people in this world. The Bible says that the whole world is deceived because you people are too cowardly to preach God's word. Because I guess you don't trust it as much as you do this homosexual pope and all the other homos in the world, and all these child abusers, hundreds of thousands of them in the Catholic cult. So you better have more faith in God's word and the uh, intestinal fortitude to preach it, or you're going to hell and the lake of fire. Okay, keep going. He left none remaining according to all that he had done to Eglon. Not even the one of them had any breath in their bodies. And we, the Lord doesn't want us, he wants us to convince the gainsayer to go to the church and to convince the gainsayer to quit doing what they're doing, to go into a seven-day week uh, uh, Sabbath and also to take up the cross and live uh, a, a very uh, limited lifestyle. It's just for God and him only. Only God are we supposed to live for. Nothing else. Okay, then what else? He All that he had done to Eglon, but destroyed it utterly, and all the souls that were therein. Verse 38. And Joshua returned, and all Israel with him, to Deber, and fought against it. Verse okay, so all of Israel fought together. And that's why all Christians have to fight together, or else the battle will not be won. And that's why Satan keeps getting more and more of a foothold because there's so many of you weak and beggarly uh, people that are fearful and unbelieving. You don't believe the word of God, but you believe the faggot, homosexual. And if you think I'm going to apologize to the fags, nobody has ever asked me to do that because they know better than to ask me something like that. I'll never do that. And I'll never apologize to Clinton this murdering bastard or Bush who listens to homosexuals that told him that the people uh, over in Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. We're the only ones that have weapons of mass destruction. And if anyone else has them, we're giving the weapons of mass destruction to them. These people, Saddam Hussein and Bush, were in business together for God's sake. Okay, then what? Verse 39, And he took it and the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and they smote them with the edge of the sword. See, God protected and gave the cities to him, and that's what he does for me. He's doing that for me, folks, and anyone that tries to come against me, he'll annihilate you, just like he did any Gentile bunch of people or bastards in that day and age. He will kill you. What kind of a God is that? That's the kind he is, okay? Not the kind that these false preachers are teaching. 
well, we don't know if we want to serve, then don't serve him and go to hell. You know, that's your choice. Okay, what else? And utterly destroyed all the souls that were therein. He left none remaining. As he had done to Hebron, so he did to Deber, and to the king thereof, as he had done also to Libna and to her king. Okay, so he's, uh, they're annihilating all the kings and all the different nations, and that's what God's going to do for me. If the rest of you don't want to be on the winning side, that's up to you. But I see my time is up right now on this program number 601. So what uh, the, the I and the Lord would like you to do, especially the Lord and myself, would like you to do now is to get your soul saved and get your mind out of the uh, Antichrist government, the gutter. Say this prayer to the Lord so that you can be free. And when the Lord sets you free, you'll be free indeed. So say this to the living God. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. I invite you into my heart, Holy Father, and the Holy Spirit. You are the Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word said so. Your word says that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my everlasting soul. Now, Sharon, tell them how they can receive our listeners how they can receive a copy of this program, number 601. It's free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479 782 7406. All right, praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo again uh, to tell you tune in tomorrow for another powerful message regarding how to get into the kingdom of heaven and escape hell. Here's Faith Sprigman again to sing for you Were You There?
grave. Were you there? 